We hope you enjoy this message from St. Martin C3, a location of C3 Church, Christchurch. Welcome today. My name's Warren Gooman, and it's great to have you, whether you're joining us here on live stream or you're here in person. And I haven't said it yet, so happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there. It's awesome job that you do, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that in, in a minute. Um, but the other major thing that we are blending through our service today is the power of prayer. The power of prayer. And when I was considering this, uh, and we'll share a scripture a little bit later on, but um, as I was considering this topic this week, it struck me that we, we can't kind of sit on the fence with prayer, right? You either believe in the power of prayer or you don't, right? Uh, maybe, you're not sure about that. But have, a, have a think about that. Like, Either you believe that God created the universe, has a purpose for your life, as you've just been singing, is involved in our lives, is at work in us and around us all the time, right? It's just what we've been singing. You, you believe in that. And if you believe in that, then you are relying on God and what he is doing in your life. You're not trusting in your ability. You're trusting in his ability. And that's tested by your prayer life right? So have a look, at, have a think about your prayer life and go, okay, do I really trust God? Because most of us would probably say, oh yeah, I, I trust God, uh, but I catch myself at times going, have I actually prayed this through? Have I actually sought God about that situation that I'm facing or something that I'm wanting to see him do? Or am I just assuming and hoping that he'll do it? Or have I really come and met with God in that quiet place and process that with him. How much do you really process with God? Because that shows up whether you're trusting in him or whether you're just going, oh, well, maybe God would do it. And I, I know there's kind of this thing called prayer that I, that I should do, but I'm just hoping that God will just do it anyway. Or are you actually pressing into all that God has for you and truly trusting in him? And that is very dependent on our prayer life. Now, why we're talking about prayer on Mother's Day is we're using this as an example to explore how our mums pray for us. And uh, one of the things that we want to honour today with all our mums here online, wherever they are, wherever your mum is today, let's honour our mums for being there for us spiritually. Not just that they fed you, that they changed your nappies, that they worked hard for you, that they um, did all that stuff around the house that you didn't really want to do, that they corrected you when you needed to be corrected, that they encouraged you when you needed to be encouraged, that they did all the homework with you, all of those practical things, that's wonderful, and that's a mum's expression of love for her children. But another really important dimension that's often not seen by the kids is the prayer that is put in. And so we want to focus a little bit on that today and honour you mums for praying, for holding, and for some of you, years and years, decades of time, holding your children before God in prayer. We honour you for that today because it has made a difference in your children's lives. 
And in regard to that, we're going to have some of the mums in our congregation come up and share on that uh, very topic. I'm going to just ask them some questions and do some interviewing. So if those mums that I've asked to do that, if you want to make your way on up here now, and we're going to find our way to the couch, and then we're going to have a bit of a conversation. So I will just um, organise some microphones. Uh, Phil and Sylvina, did you leave your mics on, or are they off? Okay, right. Okay, so I'll give you one of those. Sorry, we'll just get ourselves organised here. Take a seat. I just need to make sure these microphones are on. That uh, is a good step. That should be right. It's not on mute. There we go. Is there one? Oh, no, there we go. Elizabeth is going, yeah, I'll give you a microphone. Although you project well, I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, grab a glass of water. Right, so um, why don't you ladies just uh, introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, who you're married to, how many kids you've got, all that sort of thing. Start with Elizabeth. Go for it. Um, kia ora iti whanau, uh, ko Elizabeth Tokawingua. Um, my name's Elizabeth Nihoneho and I am married to Anthony. <laughs> I'm very lucky to be married to Anthony. Aww. And we have three children. Um, Oliver is 13, Katie is 7 and Samuel is 8. And they're all here at Hillview. Um, I, up until about two years ago, was a nurse for many, many years. And now I'm doing my counselling training. Cool. Vanessa. Uh, I'm Vanessa. I'm married to Chris over there in the corner. Uh, I have... Five children, uh, Nathaniel's 13, Isaac's 11, Amelia's 8, and I have twins, Annabelle and Phoebe, who are 6, and they also go to Hillview, uh, and I also am a nurse. Just, just five children and a nurse, like just, you know, it's a busy life. <laughs> okay. Hi, I'm Ali, and I'm married to Mike, who's working today. Um, I've got three children who are now in their 40s, or just about, and... Um, I work with children still, and children in music, okay. so I'm not a nurse. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I had a bit of a thing going on here, didn't we? Okay, so what we're um, wanting to ask these guys about today is how they've prayed for their children, how that's gone for them, um, what's worked, what hasn't worked, and all that sort of thing. So I don't know who wants to start, but the first question is, how have you approached praying for your children? or maybe even praying with your children. So someone want to just jump in and start us off with, uh, yeah, just how you've approached praying for your kids would be great, or with your kids. Yeah. Ellie, yeah, why don't you go? Um, life was very smooth for us for a long time, and our kids were wonderful and growing up really well. And about 10 years ago, we had a real um, mental health crisis for one of our kids. And there's nothing like that to make you start praying. It's not that I wasn't praying before, but I remember times when we were overseas at the time, he wasn't, um, just that desperate um, yeah. feeling in your stomach. And I guess I started off a lot, there were a lot of tears and a lot of pleading with God until um, I realised I didn't have to plead with him. Mm. And I think that's the greatest thing and I mean it's, it still goes on and it will probably go on but just seeing the greatness and the faithfulness of God um, 
we go through various crises. There are times when he hasn't wanted to live and just face it with desperation. But I just see how much God loves him and cares for him. He cares for him much more than I do. Mm. And he loves, for him, loves him and he still has plans and purposes for his life. And I guess I approach it much more from that point of view. You know, that my help comes from God. He's the only one who can do a miracle. And, and he does. And to see God's outworking and his plans and purposes being fulfilled in his life, I would just praise God for his love and his faithfulness. Mm. Sometimes I think, it won't, we think it won't happen if we don't pray, but actually God is much bigger and greater than that. We don't have to plead with him. He is almighty mm. and loves our kids mm. more than we do. Mm. Very good. Mm. So, Ellie, would you say that it's almost done something in you as you've prayed um, for your son that... Um, that God's actually done a work in you of stilling mm. your heart and helping mm. you trust in him more as you've been praying. Definitely. And mm. I guess that's one of the cries that I have in my heart now is that I want to work from a place of rest mm. um, and seeing what God has done and seeing mm. his greatness and his faithfulness. Mm. And mm. that's definitely changed. And thinking about it, you know, I would do anything to wriggle out of this mm. ongoing crisis but I think actually it's a privilege to be there to pray for him. He's a fabulous person, mm. and God has plans and purposes, and um, I've learned so much, and mm. I've learned so much about the faithfulness of God. Mm, mm. Very good. Cool. Mm. Thanks, Ellie. Okay, someone else want to go with that? Um, yeah, I guess. I've I got, just I've need got, your help. I've got yeah. like a fun little yeah. example of praying with um, one of my children. Uh, we were actually here swimming at the pool, and um, Isaac had scooted, and left his scooter outside and we went for a wee swim and then came back out and he went to find a scooter and it just vanished. And um, we were, I was getting everyone in the car and um, he comes running back and he's like, Mum, my scooter's gone. And so, okay, let's just look around the school, let's just have a look. So we all kind of run around the school, I go out to the road, have a look, it's gone. Mm. Scooter's vanished, it's mm. been taken. Yeah. And so we jump in the car and he's really upset about it. It's like, well... We can't do anything about it, but we can pray. Let's just pray about it. And so we just sat in the car and we prayed and he prayed and we were like, well, no, we just trust it to God now, okay? Mm. We, we'll, that's it, okay? It's okay, but it's in God's hands and we've given it to him. Mm. And so we start driving out and I just got that sense from God that um, don't go home straight away, just go for a drive around the block. And so I said, okay, I feel like we should just go for a drive. We don't have to go home straight away. And so we're like, okay, so we turn, we come out down the road, driving down the road and then I look across and there's this kid <laughs> scootering along on Isaac's scooter and I was like what? And got so you, we, yeah got you. so we did this <laughs> U-turn and um and I was like it's your scooter Isaac. and then we wind down his window I was like oh my gosh thank you so much for finding his scooter <laughs> to this young kid and this kid's just like and we're like oh mate thank you so much like and he said oh yeah I was just borrowing I was gonna bring it back shortly after like, that's awesome mate we're just so thankful that we found it and Isaac jumps out and this awesome. kid like helps to put it in our boot and he's high-fiving him <laughs> yeah. and um, we're driving home and you know Isaac's just like full of thankfulness and we're oh, just praising so cool. God and just like and the kid had taken his name off and phone number and had tagged it with his own name like he was legit stolen yeah, it yeah, yeah. but it was just this like instant answer really like yeah. we don't always get these instant answers to prayer but it was just this demonstration that Isaac got to see of when we just commit any circumstance that we're going mm. through whether it's little or big and just seeing this instant outcome it was awesome yeah 
I love yeah. that wisdom of a mum too to go, okay, how do I manage this situation yeah, yeah. without doing a confrontation? Yeah, I mean, no, I was good. really just like thankful to this kid, eh? Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. he could have walked away and been like, oh, that was really yeah, strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. But great to see your children just seeing that that's something that, hey, this is what we do as a family. Mm, we take yeah. things to God in prayer. Yeah. And, and, and God moves. God's at work around us. Yeah, all the time, yeah, so. yeah. Just everything. Yeah. You know, ultimately, we, we can't control stuff or things. that are always out of our control. Yeah. But God knows everything, and he always works for our good, whether yeah. we get quick answers or they take a long time. Like, yeah. he's always there, and he's always working for good for us. Cool. Yeah. Thanks, Vanessa. Cool. Lizzie. Um... I think similarly to Ali, completely different circumstances, but similarly, um, when we'd had Oliver and then we couldn't conceive again um, with Samuel, there was a gap of about four years there, and I mean, of course, I'd already always prayed over Oliver, of course, but it wasn't until that time of desperation did I actually learn how to get stuck in, Um, and during that time, I learnt to dwell in the presence of God and learnt to sit there and I call it camping there, it's where I camp out, is in the presence of God. Mm. And so um, generally when I have something I want to pray about, I will ask God what he wants me to pray. And so like for example for the children I just have these little sentences like for example with Oliver it's um, he will be a man after God's own heart and so I'd ask the Lord and that's what he gave me to pray over Oliver so that's what I pray there and so I'll pray that sentence but then I'll just camp out in the presence of God and just praise him for Oliver and his life um, and just rest there as opposed to wrestle Mm. of course I do of course we wrestle at times with God over various things but just that's how I pray for my children is just rest in the presence of God and praise the Lord over their lives Mm. um yeah Mm. and have you seen your heart change over the years as Mm. you've done that like what do you see changed in you yeah I've realized lots of things um for example when our children are little they don't have the same ability to pray for themselves that we do as adults um i just think of an example when um again oliver was little um and he started going to kindergarten absolutely hated it with a passion and was really upset and say um I was one night just praying about it, and the Lord just said to me, Elizabeth, you need to stand in the gap for him here. This is your role as a parent to stand in that gap for him. And so I did. So I got out my Bible, and I prayed every single anti-fear scripture I could find over him while he was asleep. And then the next day, he got up and went to kindy and was absolutely fine and has never bat an eyelid since. So just... Yeah, our responsibility as parents to stand in that gap for mm. our children and mm. do it by honouring the Lord over the his over their lives. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. No, I think it's, what's fantastic is some of the themes that are coming out today, and one of them is that you're not actually trying to strive and go. This is what I want, God, and and you've got to give it to me. You're actually trusting that. He's got it in control. He knows what he's doing. 
and you just need to come into his presence and rest in what he's giving you to do and be confident in that. And then if, if you feel to, you know, if the spirit leads you to press in and to go after something, then great, go after that. But it's not a, a striving in your own strength. Mm. It's, a, it's, it's his spirit leading you and guiding you. No, that's fantastic. Thank you. So um, what, are some of the, what are some of the highlights? And, and you, you've probably already had that. But what are some of the challenges as well? Like, let's, let's be real. I'm sure there are things that it's easy to, in a context like this, to go, oh, it was all good and it, it's been easy. So maybe some of the triumphs or some of the challenges that you've had over the years. As, as you've been praying for your kids. Yeah, Actually, Alice. we had a really good one last week because our daughter and her husband are in Auckland and have, he's got a job down here, but it's taken a long time for him to be released. And they decided they would go ahead anyway and come down and look at some houses, and I've been going to open homes. So she came last Thursday, and she'd just arrived, and her husband called and said, I've got a date, it's the 11th of July, and he's waited like two years for that. Right. And so we went off and visited places, and there was a good house that was just seemed right. And then the bank said, no, we can't do any bridging finance. So, and then she texted and said, please, can you just pray? You know, the auction was the next day. Please, can you just pray? I really believe this is the right house for us, and it seemed perfect. And so their finance got approved 15 minutes into the auction, Whoa. and they got the house. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that was, that was a great answer to prayer. That's, that's mm. very cool. Mm. That's great. Cool. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I think triumphs, as I've been searching for the scripture this morning, couldn't find it. It's somewhere in Job, and it talks about how God protects us from the stuff we don't even know about. Mm. And I always think of that, um, and just personally, I know that a good number of you were praying because I had a purple finger post-COVID for a good while, and I ended up seeing the vascular surgeons who said I'd had a massive clot, and I dodged a bullet because if it had gone up to my brain, I would have had a massive stroke. Mm. Um, so, you know, I didn't know that till afterwards, and so I'm just always thankful for the mm. Lord for his protection over us. Um, and I think that a lot of that comes through the prayer of generations, mm. you know. Like I just think of my grandparents faithfully praying for me. Mm. Um, my grandfather was a Methodist minister and he'd pray for us, I knew, five times a day. Wow. So I felt well covered in prayer and it held us and is still holding yeah. us. Mm. Um, uh, failures, not failures, learning points. Challenges. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think certainly um, unanswered prayer is, uh, is the obvious one where you really believe that God's saying something and 10 years later it still hasn't happened. Um, I've been praying about that a lot, and all God can say to me is keep persevering, Elizabeth, because every time you go through a milestone, you're getting one step closer, mm -hmm. and I'm changing the vision of what I gave you back there to what it is to be now. Mm. So, you know, I just think persevere, persevere, mm. persevere, yeah, <laughs> and God is faithful, mm. but... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it may look a bit different to what you first thought. Yeah, yeah. 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 I used to cool. this question, I kind of thought about like 
the challenge. I guess when I, I have not from a Christian family, so I didn't get brought up with that high prayers behind me. And, and so I never came into this relationship learning about what prayer was. Mm. Um, so the challenge for me was what did I think prayer was? And I always had this vision of what prayer was and it was almost a wee bit boring or I didn't really connect with it and I'd buy the prayer books of the praying mother, the praying wife and all this mm. stuff. And I'd never finish them to be completely <laughs> honest because I found them a little bit, I don't know, hard to get into. And so I'd wrestle with this with God um, about, okay, what is this, you know, even coming here today, the praying mother, like I don't really give myself this title of the praying mother, but God has talked to me about this and said, it's not about, what is prayer to me? Prayer is actually talking to God. Mm. And so he made it this more personal thing. It's not something that I, this is what you kind of aim for, but it's actually just hanging out with me. Mm. And I do that. And he's Mm. like, this is what praying is. This is Mm. you just talking to me in life. Like everything Mm. you do, like you pray and you talk to me and it becomes more attainable almost. Um, And then in that he teaches you, you know, for me, it's my connection with talking with him is through the Bible. And so the Bible inspires me to talk to God, which is praying with God and Mm. praying about issues that are in my family or or I get away into the hills and I walk and that's my space with God. So it's finding them spaces Mm. where you just talk with God and you commune with him and he 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 leads you what to pray for. And Mm. yeah, so I guess that's one of my challenges that I've worked through of actually what prayer is. Well done. For me, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. Hey, let's um, take a scenario where maybe you've um, a new mum, not so much a a new mum, but a mum who becomes a Christian and comes to you with now with all the knowledge that you have and goes, okay, what do I now need to know to pray for my kids? Like, what what are some genes? What have you learnt over the... And we've probably covered some of those things already, but is there anything you want to add to go, hey, if I could do all this over again, this is what I'd do different, or if I wanted to pass on knowledge of what I've gained to someone else, I'd really want them to get this. What what would that be for you? Yeah, what have, what have you learned? Yeah. I think for me it would be... Um I think the maternal instinct is amazing. It kicks in, and I mean, we know of times when automatically that feeling for your child kicks in. But um, I think just knowing that God is good and God has a fabulous plan for this child, God loves this child, and sometimes we think all the responsibility is on us, but God has a plan, and seeing God's plan, and um, I know Elizabeth was talking about praying scriptures, but when I discovered an electronic Bible, mm. I, um, I love being able to take scriptures and making a little folder of scriptures like I've got them for my kids, mm. and then scriptures that God has quickened, mm. and then putting them aside, and then going back at other times and praying, mm. and just asking God to show you what his plans and purposes mm. are for that mm. child, mm. and agreeing with him. Mm. I really like that thought that um, it's not all on us. Mm. Like. Um, God has a purpose for every one of our children, and it's not all on us. He's, he's holding them as well as us, even more so than we are. So, and yeah. it's a case of continually giving them back to the mm. Lord and handing yeah, yeah. them over to him. Very good. Great thought. Thank you, Ellie. And I think I completely agree. Um, firstly, I would encourage someone to, like you say, Ellie, seek the Lord and 
see what he wants you to pray over that person. And secondly, then I think it comes down to praise and praising him and mm. praising him. Because when we praise him, mm. we it's an act of submission, you mm. know, and we're also aligning ourselves with mm. what God is wanting. And mm. so um, it's, and, and it's, it's inviting his presence into that situation. So... Mm. That's very much how I generally pray is say, Lord, what do you want me to pray? And then I camp yeah. and praise yeah. there. Yeah. So yeah. that's what, yeah, I would yeah. encourage. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Um, I guess for me, like understanding who I am in Christ mm. and who mm. I am in God, and, and they are they're my children. It's mm. like I have that kind of that that you know you talked about your generations like I'm that for my children mm. and my children's children and and mm. so I can pray them blessings upon mm. my children and mm. and then that will come after them and I feel mm. like that's a real I feel like God's put that on me mm. like I feel like a real responsibility that mm. a good responsibility that mm. he's given me mm. and when I pray for them I feel that's what I'm doing I'm praying his blessings his favor mm. all his promises are for mm. me and for my children so mm. when I pray and declare I'm declaring not just for myself mm. but I'm declaring and 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 yeah seeing that for my children and believing that for their futures and for mm. their life um, mm. so that's a big part of my praying for my children is mm. just declaring over them his truths and his promises yeah yeah having that long-term view isn't it it's yeah. not just what my children are facing today yeah but that blessing on their whole lives and mm. their children's you know like it really yeah. taking that long-term view which just, is what we yeah. see in scripture isn't it where yeah. god says you know a blessing on your children and your children's children yeah so um no that's yeah. awesome yeah cool thanks guys well you got didn't they do well give them a great big hand that's awesome um yeah i'll take that one but those two you can just sit on the um things that would be great yeah i'll let you guys take a seat yeah that was awesome that was really good actually Cool. It's not easy to get up here and, um, and share from the heart. And what I wanted you guys to hear today is just some yeah, real-life examples of what it looks like um, for mums in our church and a bit of a cross-section of mums who have um, different age kids and different situations. And, and I think what we could see from that is that we all approach prayer a little bit differently, and that's okay. Right, You don't have to pray like somebody else or have kind of this idea of a, this super spiritual person and how they pray, but just let it be real for you and let it be engaging for you. Does that, does that make sense? Um, there's a scripture I want to share with you today, and it's from uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 18. And it says this, uh, Pray in the Spirit at all times, and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. And you heard, we heard some of these themes come out today. And again, thank you so much, uh, ladies. It was just awesome. You, you've just brought out a lot of these things that are, are on God's heart, but then are also your experience as well. And one of the things that Paul is saying here is that it's important to pray, like not just out of the desperation of your heart and what you want to see, but as all the mums up here were sharing, 
spending that time with God. And, and it may not be that you are processing and wrestling a particular thing through, but you're just being in his presence and just holding your children before God in prayer. Or if you haven't got children, just whatever you are holding before God in prayer, just coming to him and being in his presence. What does that do? It changes our heart and it changes our perspective on the world around us. And we see that it's not all on us, that God is in control, that God is working around us. He is working in us. Prayer is so, so important. And another thing that we see in this scripture and what we're sharing up here on stage is that it has to be spirit-led. There has to be this element of prayer where we are being guided by God in the process. Because I I appreciate for some of you, you'll come to prayer and go, well, I don't know what to pray. Um, But the important thing is to just give God the time in prayer. Be in his presence. Just be in that space. Um, Just camp there, as Elizabeth so well put it. You know, just set up camp in God's presence and just be in his presence. And what Romans 8 tells us is that the Spirit leads us and guides us in how we pray. Actually, in your devotional notes this week, I explore that a little bit more, some aspects of prayer and how how we pray and how the Spirit guides us as we pray. So be confident that as you spend time with God, he will guide you and lead you as how to pray. And so you can be confident that you will be partnering with him. And as part of that confidence and as part of that carrying of God's presence in through your day, just be alert to what's going on. You know, you're you're hearing of things that come up. uh, Two of our children don't live at home anymore and um, so... And they, they, but they call in often. They're um, they're in close contact with us. And um, and uh, Ginny gets a, a phone call, and I'm I'm just listening as well, trying to pick up the conversation and what's going on. And um, and it's it's interesting to just see that Ginny is very aware of just the the subtleties that of what the kids are not saying, just what not just what they are saying. To kind of go, okay, God, what are you doing here? What are, what can I pray into? What am I holding in prayer? What is going on in their lives? That's that that nurturing instinct, isn't it? That that comes out in our lives. We we care about our kids, but God give us an alertness to what is going on in their lives, so we know how we can pray and what we can pray into. And then another thing, another dimension that we see in this scripture that also came out in our discussion here, is that word persistent, persistent in prayer. How persistent are we in prayer? And I, I confess that sometimes there's, uh, there's weeks that go by where I've held something in prayer for a while, but then I've just let it slip, and then the Spirit's just prompted me again to hold that person that God's putting in my heart in prayer again, and I go, oh, yes, God, yeah. and, and just allowing him to take me back into that place where I'm camping again in that, in that space, and I'm um, processing with God and journeying with God as to what he's doing in that person's life. And how it ends here is that pray for all believers everywhere. Use every opportunity you can. And uh, again, 
Um, it's not about sort of setting aside time because I appreciate, as you've heard from all these mums up here on stage today, we've all got busy lives, haven't we? There's jobs that we're juggling, kids that... Maybe we're not juggling kids, but the responsibility. <laughs> Hopefully you're not juggling your kids. But the responsibilities, all the work that goes around our children and our households and all that sort of thing. I, we get that life is busy. But that's where prayer is so cool. We can integrate prayer into the everyday things of life, right? We can just, um, hey, <laughs> say good day. here I am. Um, the you know, we can, as we're driving along in the car, as, as Vanessa shared, I thought it was just a great story about the scooter, is, you know, that, hey, here's an opportunity to pray. Rather than just stressing out and driving home and going, oh, how, where are we going to get a new scooter from? Just, okay, let's just pause and use the next 30 seconds to just give this to God in prayer. Um, maybe it's around the dinner table. Maybe it's um, sharing after or around the, the dinner time any opportunity, if you've got that time to talk about God, how God is working in our lives, how we bring these things to God in prayer. Uh, I, I hope that, as we've shared today, that it inspire. Are you inspired to pray and, and believe in the power of prayer more? And and I also inspired. I hope to thank your mum for praying for you. Maybe. You are here where you are in your journey of faith today because your mum prays. Uh, I was talking to uh, a guy a while ago and I said um, he had kind of drifted away from God and he was coming back again to God. And I said, you know, what, what's made the difference? And, and he said, I think it's just because um, there's this woman and they mentioned this, this person, there's, there's this lady that just keeps, that she didn't give up on me. She's just held me in prayer, and it's drawn me back to God. And I went, man, that is so awesome. And whether we're a mum today praying for our kids, or whoever we are today, we can be the ones that can stand in the gap for others. And what Paul is saying today is, hey, let's take every opportunity we can to be the ones that stand in the gap, to pray for those around us. Thanks for listening to this week's message. To learn more about our church, visit c3chch.org.